you're going to adapt in your discomfort and in uncomfortable situations. And if you want to uproot yourself from that place, you got to take yourself from that environment. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the David Nielsen Fitness Podcast. All right, what's up, everybody? I just wanted to ask you, how desperate are you to achieve your goals? Like, if you could put that on a scale of 1 to 10, how desperate are you to achieve your goals? And I say goals, and I talk general because how I perceive fitness, achieving your health and fitness goals requires you to apply the same principles that lead to success in in anything that you do in life. That's in school, if that's in your career, if that's in business, if that's in your health. I'm gonna ask you again, how desperate are you to achieve your goals? Because along the way, you're gonna get no's. Along the way, you're gonna doubt yourself. Along the way, you're gonna have to be very, very uncomfortable in doing new things on that journey. And a lot of those things will cause you to doubt your ability, doubt your ability to achieve the thing that you want so desperately in your life for yourself, for your family. Along the way, you're gonna find out the things that you suck at, the things that you're good at. Along the way, you're gonna meet amazing people that are gonna help build you up, that you're gonna run with. Along the way, you're gonna meet people that are gonna try to break you down even people that are close to you that could be in your family, that could be your friends. And you're gonna experience so many different emotions and so many different things along the way that may cause you to wanna detour from chasing your dream, chasing your passion, chasing your goal. So I ask you, how desperate are you to achieve your goals? Because I think this is such a big thing to answer. Because if you don't know what you're willing to do or how far you're willing to go, I just simply believe that if you know that you're willing to give everything to make it, even if at the end of that journey, at the end of that road, that you end up not achieving what you wanted, that you can respect the effort and who you have become along the way, even though it didn't turn out to be what you wanted it to be, that you created new experiences and new opportunities along the way that may lead to your next journey, that may redirect you into a different path that you may have found that, no, this is where I want to be versus this way. So I just wanted to come to you guys today and challenge you because you're going to get no's along the way. Like right now, I'm trying to expand my apparel and I approached a vendor today and he said he only promotes big brands, 5%, Nike, etc., And I didn't take that as if my brand was bad. I just took that as what I am trying to sell. It may not line up with what he wants to put in front of his store. And that's fine. But ultimately, that did not detour me from going to ask somebody else. If anything, that made me want it even more. That lit me on fire to even go to the next person. Because I'm... You're going to get a thousand no's before you get a yes. But what are you scared of? What are you afraid of? And I think sometimes the biggest no that scares us the most when you tell yourself no. Because you can build up a thick skin to everybody else around you, but can't you can't get rid of yourself. And it's actually pretty interesting. It's and I think this fact is actually absolutely amazing just because it applies so much to why people fail or why people succeed. But They say the vast majority of the thoughts that we think on a daily basis are exactly the same day to day. So if your thoughts are crippling, how is that helping you? How is that 
pushing you even closer to your goals, or is that pushing you more towards failure? Are your thoughts uplifting? Are they breaking you down? Because if the vast majority of your thoughts are exactly the same every single day, repeating constantly, what are you allowing to cycle through your, your mind? What are you allowing to enter your mind? And the fact that it's simple, the Bible talks about that. Watch what you see, watch what you hear, watch what you speak, because these are gates. And I think so much of the external things that we allow to enter us absolutely create the thoughts that we think on a daily basis. And the thoughts that you chronically think on that daily basis are actually going to change what you're focusing on. So if you're constantly doubting yourself, if you're constantly thinking that you can't do it, if you're constantly focusing on your last L, how is that helping you to take the next step forward? So I've already shaken that off. Immediately I shook it off. I didn't even hold on to it because just because he didn't want it doesn't mean it's not valuable. It just means it's not valuable to him. So ultimately guys, I just want to challenge you with this quick rant, but I want to challenge you and ask you how desperate, how bad, how fired up are you to attack your health or fitness goals because it's gonna take dedication, it's gonna take consistency, it's gonna take persistence. You're gonna get no's, you're gonna tell yourself no, but ultimately at the end of the day, if you're ever gonna make it, you gotta overcome those thoughts. You gotta overcome those obstacles. You gotta overcome your emotions. And the one thing that has allowed me to get to where I'm at, to how I think right now is, I started to not only hang around different people, but I started to listen to podcasts that came from successful people because who you surround yourself with, even if that's going to be virtually, you, of course, you need people that you can actually tangibly touch and be friends with and talk to and build relationships with. But I also think a big factor that incorporates to people's mindset is the fact that you can listen to people that are successful in areas that you want to be and you can adapt how they think. You can change how you think based on listening to those people. I want to challenge you to change your environment. And I, this saying is constantly overused all the time, but you are some of pretty much the five people you are closest to, meaning that you probably drive the same car, make the same amount of money, think the same way, act the same way, talk the same way, right? You're in the same place in life. And if you want to uproot yourself from that place, you got to take yourself from that environment and put yourself in a new environment. But what that's going to cause is a whole lot of discomfort. And you're going to want to run from that. But I say embrace it because I almost compare it to jumping into a pool. That water is going to be freezing. But I know people that like to just sit with their feet in, slide in a little bit more, and it takes them 20 minutes to get in the pool. But by the time they fully got submerged into the pool, I had already been having fun because I just did a cannonball in. It was shocking to the system, it was cold, but a few minutes later, guess what? My body adapted and just like that, you're gonna adapt in your discomfort and in uncomfortable situations, doing things that you have never done in new experiences. So for everyone out there that's struggling in their health and fitness journey, for everyone out there that's doing the thing but you don't fully have all the answers and you don't know exactly what you're doing, I wanna say that's okay, we all start somewhere. And the biggest thing is not to judge yourself for where you're at because it's not how you start something, it's how you end something. So I just wanna challenge you not to judge yourself too much in the beginning for 
what you don't know. I want to challenge you to focus on what you do know and act on that because the moment you start taking action on the things that you know you should be doing, you're ultimately putting yourself in a situation to meet people or challenge yourself or stumble upon information or watch people in the gym working out or watch your friends or see something in the gym or while you're exercising that challenges you that makes you want to go research. But ultimately, when you start acting on the things that you know you should already be doing, you're putting yourself in a position that pushes you to that next level to learn what you need to learn to get to that next stage in your health and fitness journey. And I just put about put out a bunch of tweets right now and I just asked a whole bunch of questions and it was very simple. I asked, what are you working out that day? What exercises or movements target the muscle group that you want to attack? Now within that workout, there's several things that you need to factors that you need to think about. You got to think about rep ranges that relate to your goals. So what rep ranges do you need to fatigue between that will push you towards getting to your goals, right? So if you want to lose weight or you want to lean out, you're not going to go really, really heavy and lift for a three to six rep range. You're going to go light and go for more of a 20 to 25. But the key thing is you want to fatigue between the 20 and 25. You don't want to just stop at 25, but you could do more. You literally want to be at 23 and want to drop it on yourself. So that also leads me into that next question I asked, what weight should you use? So now that you know I need to fatigue between this rep range, that'll tell you what weight you need to use. Now you go into how many sets should I perform? In this, there's never one set answer for this. There's not a right or wrong for that answer. I think you need to determine how far you're willing to go to achieve your goals. Some people do three or four. Some people do seven, eight. I'm just saying, how far are you willing to go to get to your goals? Um, now moving on to break times. How long should your break times be? And I think there are principles and standards that relate to all of this that are definite yeses and definite noes. But I think there's a gray area that you need to dictate yourself. But what how long should your break times be? And ultimately understanding how to properly warm up, how to properly cool down. And I understand all of this when you smash it together and you hold that ball of information in your hand that you don't understand how to apply, it can seem very overwhelming. But as I have said before, start to just focus on the things that you understand that you know you should be doing and that you know how to apply and slowly learn how to apply the other things that you don't. And it will come over time. It, it's not an overnight transformation. I think the most important thing is choosing one thing that you don't know, understand how to do and focus on applying that every time you go in until you get it right and then switch to the next one. But I think that while you're doing that, implying what you know and challenging yourself to learn one new thing as every single time you go, but as you change your environment, as you change who you're hanging around, the people that you're hanging around, they're going to force you to level up. But when they force you to level up, they're also teaching you, they're supporting you, they're pushing you, and you're realizing you understand more than you know, you can do more than you feel like you can do. And they ultimately change your mindset, they ultimately change what you're willing to do to get to where you want to be in your health or fitness journey in your life. So I just want to say thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into today's podcast. If I brought you guys any value at all, please, 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 please share it with your friends. Share it to your Instagram story. Share it to your Facebook. And I just want to say I appreciate every single one of you guys.